Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning, saints. How's everybody doing this chilly morning? Might as well get ready to, for this. Ooh, hate to say it, this weather change. It seems like it's coming awful fast. Yes, Lord. Good, good morning, everyone on E-Line. Just say good morning to everyone. It is good to see your faces. It is so good to see everyone that is present here. Would you stand for the word? I'll be reading Psalms 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Is good. He is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastures. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy everlasting, and his truth endures for all generations. Father, we come to you this morning saying thank you, first of all. Thank you for allowing us to sleep last night and get up this morning. Thank you for the families that are represented here today, Father, online and in the congregation. Father, we just want to give you all honor and glory before we just ask you for anything. We want to just say thank you for all you have done for us, Father, sightseen and unseen. Because there are things that are going to happen with us that we don't know anything about. But according to your will, let it be done. Lord, we just want to give you all honor and glory. Thank you for the man that, of this house, Father, to brings the word to us to keep us in your path. To keep us to where we need to be to learn more about you, Lord, so that we can try to live an upright life. So, Lord, we just want to say thank you for his family. Thank you for allowing them to allow him to spend the time with us. As, Father, it takes away from them a lot of times, Father. But we just say thank you for having them be strong. Thank you for the strength that he shows us, Father. And most of all, we just want to say have mercy on us, Father. Have mercy on us for all the things that we do and don't understand why we do them because it's your will, Father, that we need to learn how to live by. So, Father, we just want to say thank you this day. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
Greetings, saints of Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. May God's blessing be upon all who are present and those who are join, joining us virtually as well. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6, 4 states, Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of our Father. Even so, we also should walk in newness of life. I am here to represent Miss Susan Ampare. She is a candidate for water baptism. Thank you. And it is based upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I baptize you now, my sister, in the name of the Father, and in the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And the church said amen. Hallelujah. One more. One more in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more in the kingdom. Hallelujah. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We come today not in our own strength, but in the strength of the Lord. I know through this week you've been through some things, but you're still here. Moses said, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise him, my father's God, and I will exalt him in Exodus 15. The psalmist says, he renews my strength. Yes. He you. guides me along right paths, yes, bringing honor to his name. Yes. He also said, the Lord gives his people strength. Yes, he does. The Lord blesses them with peace in Psalm 29. Psalm 73 says, my health may fail. And my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. Then Paul said, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has given me strength to do his work. And finally, I think we all can say that, what Paul said to the Philippians 
For I can do anything, everything through Christ who gives me strength. So today we're going to testify to the Lord and tell him, you are my strength. You are my strength. Come on, let's testify as we stand up in the presence of the Almighty God. You are my strength, strength like no other, strength like no other, reaches to me, you You are my strength. You are. 
Come on, saints of God, praise is never inappropriate. Just tell him thank you. Who has he been to you? What has he done for you? Has he been your strength? Then tell him thank you. Hallelujah to your name, Jesus. We bless your name, Lord. Come on, saints, enter in with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. Wonderful Savior He is. Is there anybody grateful just to be here? <laughs> you may be seated as we continue in worship. Thank God who is our strength. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. We are grateful that God has seen us safely through another week. And he has allowed us to see the start of a new one. Thank you, Father. There is not one single thing that we needed this week that we had to go without. Amen. And the proof of that is that we're sitting here right now. That's it. And we thank God just for the opportunity. Well, those who have come to worship in person, welcome, and God bless you. We're so glad that you're here, especially those who don't consider themselves a part of the Mount Calvary Nation. If you are a visitor, we are so glad that you've chosen to worship with us. And those who are in the e-congregation who are worshiping uh, virtually with us online, we're grateful for you as well. We're grateful that you have uh, tuned in. Some of you, we will never meet in person, mm -hmm. but we're grateful for the opportunity that allows us to worship together virtually. I was in the dentist's office last week, uh, two weeks ago, and the uh, dental hygienist, uh, a young white lady, um, when she came to get me out of the waiting room, she said, Reverend, come on. <laughs> and I thought it was odd that she said, Reverend, because you don't know who I am. And, uh, and I went back, I sat in the chair. She said, the last time you were here, I thought your voice sounded familiar. All right. She said her, her church closed during COVID and didn't have an online presence. And so she stumbled on Mount Calvary and has been worshiping with us virtually for the last three years. Everybody, whether you're here or online, you are welcome. We want you to know it. If you're in the building, would you stand up so we can see who you are? We'd love to see you if you're visiting with us. God bless you. Mount Calvary, make them feel welcome, would you? Come on, let's sing to them.
Reveal the glory of God's kingdom. thank you all for uh, for last week for even considering uh, me and my wife and my, my children uh, for recognizing us um, and these 18 years that we've been together as pastor and people. Thank you so much. Uh, words are not adequate, but they're all I have uh, as long as well as uh, my continued service to you. Thank you. There is uh, there are a few families that we need to keep in our prayers. Um, I told you last week that Brother Rodney Rainey passed, uh, Miss Phyllis Wheeler's son, Tiffany's brother. That funeral is going to be tomorrow at 11 o'clock here at the church. Um, let's support with our presence if possible, and certainly with our prayers. Uh, also, uh, Rolanda Madison Pruitt passed, that is Miss Gwen Klinkscale's niece, um, is Mrs. Klingscales here today? Is she in the sanctuary? Okay. Um, I don't have the service details uh, for Ms. Rolanda, but would you please keep that family in your prayers? Uh, I found out yesterday that uh, Marisha Smith, one of our uh, members, um, passed while she was um, visiting in Virginia. Um, we're not sure on the arrangements yet. Um, but would you keep that family in your prayer? That's Miss Charlene Epps and Miss Jackie's niece. Um, and again, one of our members. Keep that family in your prayers, would you? Next Sunday, we were scheduled to go to uh, Cleveland to the Greater Mount Zion um, Baptist Church there. Um, but uh, I got a call from the pastor this week, and they're having... Uh, they're having some issues uh, and, and don't feel like they can host all of us Sunday afternoon. Um, so we will, we, will not, we will not be going to Cleveland uh, next Sunday afternoon. Let me see. Little Miss Charlie. Where are you, ma'am? There you are. Would you stand up, dear lady? I have a text from your very proud grandma. <laughs> Let me see. doing all right good that way everybody can see you let me see charlie is in the first grade at um at what school charity adams at charity adams early girls academy let me see and i see language arts 
98, that's an A, right? And I see social studies, um, S, and I see math, 95, that's an A, right? And I see physical education, 100, and science, S, and art, 100. That's all A's, right? Nicely done, ma'am. Hold on, I got something else. And she has a certificate of achievement uh, for math map success. That's to Miss Charlie Dorn. Uh, certificate of achievement. This certificate is proudly presented to Charlie Dorn for achieving an outstanding attendance rate of 95% or higher for the 21-22 school year. Nicely done, ma'am. Nicely done. Where's your family? Good. Congrats. Good. Just a reminder that we have begun uh, Sabbath school in person on Saturday mornings at 9.15. Uh, you can catch, it, you can come on in the sanctuary and be in person, or it will still uh, stream simultaneously, simultaneously online. That is each Saturday morning at 9.15. Right now, it's still just the adults. Uh, the children and the youth are coming behind very quickly. Don't forget dinner with pastor on October 30th. Uh, I want to know who you are. Um, if you have joined at any point in these last three years while we've been uh, dealing with this pandemic, we haven't had, we haven't had dinner with pastor since 2019. Uh, anybody who has joined in that time, meet me uh, across the parking lot. Is that where we're going to be still? Are we, okay. Dependent on the weather. All right. I like the cold, but y'all may not. Well, we got a yes? Okay, all right. We'll be over there. Um, it's, it'll, be, it'll still be nice. Uh, next Sunday, right after church, uh, we're going to have a, picnic, a fall picnic. That's not next Sunday? Oh, it's two weeks. That's right. Okay, thank you. DeAndre Thrailkill, are you here? Yes, sir. This church membership certificate is presented to DeAndre Thrailkill. Did I say it right? In recognition of his successful completion of the prescribed requirements for full membership in the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles him to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship the 16th day of October 2022. Welcome, sir. Yes. God bless you. You have any family with you? Yep, all of us then. Yes, sir. What's your baptism? Baptism? Gotcha. Thank you. I can breathe. Come on, uh, Brother Page. We do thank God for one who has given her life to Christ and entered into believer's baptism. Thank you. The certificate of baptism certifies. Please forgive me if I mispronounce it and if I do, tell me the right way. All right. Susan Amonpere. All right. 
uh, was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit the 16th day of October 2022 at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, Dayton, Ohio, Samuel N. Winston Jr., Pastor. God bless you, Miss Susan. Best decision you'll ever make. Yes, ma'am. You have any family with you? Where are they? God bless you. Congrats. Uh, Dr. Crystal, I've got a note here that you're supposed to make an announcement. Come on, Dr. Higgins. That should be what? Um, Mountain Media, do you have a flyer? Good morning. Um, I'm Crystal Hagens, Dr. Crystal Hagens. I am the Executive Director of Epilepsy Foundation Ohio and Indiana. I am cordially inviting you to our Women in Epilepsy Brunch um, on November 4th at the Dayton Women's Club. Although it says women in epilepsy, we are inviting men and women because you are also caregivers for people with epilepsy as well. And so we'll have that. Just to give you just a couple of numbers and then I'm done, one in 26 people will develop epilepsy over their lifetime. Over 25,000 African Americans are diagnosed with epilepsy every year. And so this is an important thing to talk about, to learn about, to be able to have a seizure safe nation. And so we, we will give you all the tools, we'll talk about what Epilepsy Foundation represents, and you'll also get some learning and some knowledge when you come. All right, if you have any questions, you can give me a contact. You can um, scan the QR code and it'll send you to the website to register, or you can go to the link and it will also be on the Mount Calvary webpage. Thank you, Dr. Crystal. Ms. Dina, it's good to see you, ma'am. Welcome home. Yes, ma'am. My, uh, my wife and son are up in your neck of the woods. They're visiting colleges in the D.C. area. Yeah, <laughs> right. It is Pink Sunday here at, uh, at Mount Calvary where we are celebrating survival today. We are celebrating survival. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and there are other cancers um, and we recognize that in June we will actually celebrate all cancer survivors. Um, but we want to we want to bring special attention uh, in this area, and and Brother Wortham, I'm going to talk to you about uh, some men specific cancers that I want to do a little later in the year uh, that we need to celebrate as well. But the truth is, black women um, die at a higher rate because of breast cancer than other races. You all have the highest death rate at every age from breast cancer. You also have the highest chance of getting it before 40 just because you're a black woman. 
recent years, death cancer, pardon me, breast cancer rate is up, but the death due to breast cancer is down mainly because of early detection. And so we're bringing attention to it because if you are 40 or over or have a family history of breast cancer, you need to be talking to your physician to, uh, to see about whether it's time to start getting mammograms. Um, Sister Charlene Epps is going to come and, uh, and we want to celebrate those who are a part of the Mount Calvary Nation who have survived, who have lived to tell the story. We are proud of you as your church family and we want you to know it. And then we've got another special presentation after Mrs. Epps, all right? Come on, Mrs. Epps. Tanner. I left my glasses in the car. Josie Jordan. Thank you. 
Norma Downey. Okay. Nora Downey. Okay. And what was the other one? Shakia Ward. Danica Johnson. Okay. Laura Bush. LaShawn. LaShawn Jackson. Gina Davis. Tania. You don't have last name? Okay. Tania. Tania Tramiel. Ms. Gwen Klinkscales. Regina Davis. Laura Bush. Sharon Taste. Michelle Woodward. Maxine James. Maxine James. Michelle. Michelle. Here she comes. Michelle's coming right behind you, Stephanie. Rita Martin. Linda Davis. Samantha Jones. Jeanette Webb. Carla McIntosh. Martin. Did you have Rita Martin? On the end, right here. <laughs> no, Samantha Jones is not here. Cora Diggs. Mary Gaines. Toyo Wartham. Oh, right. Miss Betty, is that Betty Jones? Yes. 
Betty Joseph. Mary Gaines, are you here? Who's this one? Joanne Hurt. Joanne Hurt. Joanne Hurt. Jackie Stevens. Joanne Hurd, are you here? Okay. Teresa Van Dyke. Maxine James. Maxine James, are you here? Okay, we have a few. Let's see, do we? Gwen Clink Scales, Mary Gaines, Joanne Hurt, Teresa Van Dyke, Linda Davis, and Maxine James. No, they they are not here. Okay, all right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Let's thank God for all of our survivors. one for Linda Davis she's on her way so if y'all leave that out uh, she'll get it when she gets here okay if there is an empty box in your bag um, we will have journal is that is that what's in there we'll have journals uh, for you Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, we have to order more because there were more on the list this year. Um, so if you'll just be patient, we'll make sure that you get your uh, that you get your journal. And there is a little note from me um, in each one of those. All right. Thank you, Mrs. Epps, for leading that charge. We wanted to be a blessing. Uh, come on, Minister Ashley. We wanted to be a blessing uh, within the community uh, to those who are fighting the fight right now. And so Minister Ashley is going to come quickly, and we have a presentation uh, to make, and then we will continue on in our worship service. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Oh, it's so good to hear you. So today we are honoring a foundation called You Fight, We, uh, we Worry Foundation. Um, if Miss LaWanda James is here to come and provide some additional information, we do have a special gift for you. Thank you. We want to be a blessing to you, your foundation for $1,300 in gift cards to the You Fight We Worry Foundation. 
And this is on behalf of the Mount Calvary family, the women's ministry, and Lady C. And uh, I pray that it's a blessing to you all. Uh, would you like to provide some uh, additional information on the foundation? Awesome. Good morning. Wow, this is a big church. <laughs> but um, you fight, we worry. I started that two years ago. Um, I am going on five years breast cancer free. Um, not only that, I, I walk with a defibrillator every day. I had a cardiac arrest. God, God won't let me leave this earth. <laughs> but um, it took me right now to stand here with some of the girls. Some of the girls is in the hospital. They're fighting still. Breast cancer resurfaced back. Um, and they worry. We all worry. So I started it for women that look like me because we worry so much about everything. So if we could just take some of the worry off and just try to help. Well, I'm not trying to say pay, you know, mortgages or something, but anything will help these young ladies out. They lost their homes. They, they lost their jobs. And I just want to help. So um, this right here actually goes to them. Uh, this is one of them, Miss Nikki. And she's survivor as well. Um, I, I'm just so grateful because I'm a year out from treatment, but I do understand um, it's never over mentally. It's never over spiritually, but I thank God that he was there. I thank God that he brought um, Sister Lawanda into my life again because we actually graduated with each other. So um, I was triple negative. It's just one thing after another. I got cancer. I lost my job. I got COVID. Um, so it is it's still a struggle, it's still a struggle. But I know God is good, and he has me here. So, you know, I still have hope. And we're, I'm, we're just so grateful that you will be willing to sow into our lives. And we just pray that God just return it to you all, you know, a hundredfold. Because that's what it's about. It's about the people and it's about loving people, regardless of what they look like, sound like. It's all about God's love. And so just very, very, very grateful to you all. Thank you. I just want to say thank you to Pastor Winston, First Lady Miss Winston. Um, all you guys, Mount Calvary Baptist Church, Dr. Colbert, man, for believing in me. This is amazing. Thank you. Miss Lawanda, is there um, a way that we can um, also give if we want to give outside of this? Yes, I will. I can provide that information through Dr. Colbert, but yes, there is. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. They do great work. There is, um, they give out gas cards to try to help ladies get to their treatment appointments, um, food cards, all, all kinds of gift cards uh, they give out, and we, uh, we're happy to sow into that ministry. All right, good. I won't take long today, um, but we are going to John chapter 9. John chapter 9, you can turn there. And I thought uh, in honor of our survivors, maybe Brother Ming could come and help lead us through, uh, through this testimony that says, Jesus, you brought me all the way. Oh, no. 
Troubles and trials seem to block my way. Sometimes I find it difficult to pray. But there is one thing I can truly say that you brought me, thank God, all the way. Block my way. Sometimes I find it difficult to pray. Have you been there? But there is one thing I can truly say that you brought me. Thank and trials seem to block my way and sometimes I find it difficult to pray but there is one thing I can truly say you brought me thank God on the way Jesus you brought me on the way
if you know it was Jesus who brought you all the way, give him some kind, any kind of praise. Thank you. I said, if you know it was Jesus who brought you all the way, give him some kind, any kind of praise. Wonderful Savior. He has never failed us. John chapter 9, starting at verse 1. I'm reading from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures, and here's what it says. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him as long as it is day we must do the works of him who sent me night is coming when no one can work while I am in the world I am the light of the world after saying this he spit on the ground made some mud with the saliva and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means scent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. Verses 1 through 7 of John chapter 9. You may be seated. We have been working our way through the miracles that Jesus performed as recorded by the gospel writer John. There are seven of them, and today we come to the sixth one. Uh, now on today, on purpose, I wanted to share time celebrating survival so uh, if you want to hear a full-fledged sermon, you've got to come back next week. But with the time that I have left, um, we won't do much digging into the text today. I'm sure the Bible study teacher on Wednesday won't mind. If you have questions, you can ask. But can I just take you through the story um, for just a little bit, and I just want to make some observations of the text. Um, I don't know what to, I don't know if we can give this a title or not since it's, I don't know if it qualifies as a sermon, but let's just walk through the text and make some observations, all right? When this chapter opens, we see Jesus walking along, passing by, and as he passes, the Bible says he saw a man blind from birth. Now, we don't know how Jesus knows that this man has been blind from birth. We don't know how he knows the ins and outs, but we do know that the disciples know it too. Maybe they were familiar with the man. 
or verse 8 says that he was a beggar so maybe as they passed by maybe as he sat begging he was telling his sob story that he was blind from birth but whatever the case they knew it and so the disciples ask Jesus a question and that really brings us to the first observation of the text that I want to make today and that is that we see first of all the ignorance of the disciples check it out they see a man blind from birth they see a man who is blind and begging they see a man who in that society would have had to depend on someone else for everything they see a man who is crippled with blindness who is reduced to begging and what is their response their response to is to ask who sinned is it because of this man's own sin that he was born blind or is it because of his parents' sin? I just observe that the disciples are not interested in helping this man just discussing his life. They are walking with the one that they have seen turn water to wine. They are walking with the one who healed the royal official's son. They are walking with the one who healed the lame man at the pool of Bethesda. The, the same one who fed 5,000 men, not including the women and the children, with two fish and five loaves of bread. They have literally seen this man walk on water. They are walking with somebody who can change this blind man's total existence. They can change his, he can change his whole life and instead of trying to help the man either by just giving him some money or giving him something to eat instead of even asking Jesus to heal him they are more concerned with discussing the reason that this man is in that situation and saints I gotta tell you I believe that John left this for us as a warning God deliver us God deliver your disciples free your church from being more concerned with how a person got where they are rather than with their deliverance Jesus gives them the answer neither this man's sin is not responsible for his current condition and neither is his parents his condition is not about punishment it's about purpose would you help me in this little sermonette to encourage somebody who's sitting close to you and tell them your current condition it's really not about punishment it's about purpose I know somebody hoodwinked you somebody made you feel less than they made you feel like if you hadn't done that if you hadn't said that if you hadn't gone there then you wouldn't be in the situation you're in but Jesus said neither this man nor his parents sin he's in this condition on purpose 
brings us to the second observation I want to make today. It's probably the hardest one that we'll deal with, and we're not going to deal with it in depth, but I just want to skim the surface of it. Not only do we see the disciples' ignorance, but then we get a picture of God's providence. Providence, the foreseeing care and guidance of God uh, over the creatures of the earth. It is the concept of an all-knowing God, hear this, an all-knowing God directing the affairs of the universe. It refers to God's care and direction. David put it like this in Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they there that dwell therein in Winston translation God is in charge God is running things he makes things happen and Jesus said this thing happened this man was born blind so that the works of God may be displayed in him saints of God I got to tell you God's providence is often a hard pill to swallow Because the same God who gives is the same God who takes away. The same God who builds up is the same one who pulls down. He gives life and he brings death. He raises up one and brings down another. The Bible says he reigns on the just and the unjust. The same same God Y'all gonna let me just talk. The same God allowed Europeans to migrate to this country on explorer ships while my ancestors were forcefully brought here in chains. Y'all gonna let me just talk. The same God created Barack Obama as Donald Trump. And let them both get elected. He spoke through the prophet Isaiah. He said, I form the light and the darkness. God, I bring prosperity and disaster. I, the Lord, do all these things. That's, that's a hard pill to swallow. Because for most of us, we don't have the faith that will allow us to believe in the real providence of God we live like the good stuff came from God and somehow the bad stuff snuck by him but I serve a God who sits high and looks low And there is nothing that happens that he doesn't, as a matter of fact, when the devil wanted to get something, he just showed up for staff meeting. Wasn't even his idea. But the Lord had a plan to bless Job from the beginning. So he asked the devil in staff meeting, he said, have you considered?
this happened so the works of God might be manifest, might be on display in him. It was on purpose. I don't know what your impediment is today. I don't know what your malady is. I don't know what your bondage is. I don't know what your situation is, but I've come to tell you it's on purpose. How do I know that? I know that because what Paul said, we know that all things work together for good to them who love God, who are the called according. Is there anybody in here who loves God? Is there anybody online who knows you're the call according to his purpose? If that's the case, all things. I, I got... A couple more observations to make. I'm trying to get past this. I got to tell you. God was God when you got the job. And he's still God now that you got your pink slip. So Jesus tells them, I got to work while it's day because night's coming when nobody can work. And have no fear, you social media gurus, I am not going to spit in anybody's face. <laughs> he spits on the ground, makes some mud, and rubs it on this guy's eyes. He hasn't said anything to the man and the man hasn't said anything to him. But Jesus, seeing he's blind, knowing he's blind from birth, decides to spit in the dirt, make some mud, and put it on this gentleman's eye. I believe this is Winston commentary. This is not Bible. This is my commentary. I believe that just maybe Jesus did this so that the gentleman would have to be obedient to his next instruction. Because obedience comes with blessing. And he wants to bless him, so he set him up to be blessed by making sure that he's obedient. Because if somebody makes mud out of spit and rubs it on your face and then go tells you to wash, you're probably going to do it. Because <laughs> he could have just spoken. He could have just touched him. He could have done anything, but he put spit mud on this man's face. Tells the man to go to the pool, wash. So the Bible says the man went and he washed. I got to get this stuff off my face. <laughs> and came home seeing. Let me make another observation here. We see the ignorance of the disciples. We see the providence of God. And then we see the obedience of the man. Jesus told him, go. And he went. I'm almost done. He didn't even have to understand to obey. He didn't know what would happen, but he obeyed. 
there was no promise of healing but he obeyed Jesus spoke the man obeyed Jesus gave instructed instruction he acted accordingly <clears throat> it falls on us when the Lord speaks whether through his word or through his prophets or however he chooses to speak our job is to obey Lord I need to know what's going to come out of this no you don't just do what he tells you to do Father I can't see it you don't have to go do what I told you to do Father what if it doesn't work what if it does go do what I tell you to do saints we speak back to God with our obedience your shout doesn't mean much without a yes your dance doesn't mean much without a yes in your spirit far louder than anything we will ever say with our lips are the words that we speak with our lives God is not looking for mouth service from hearts that are far from him he wants a yes a yes with our actions a yes with our bodies with our attitudes we sang it a few weeks ago when we walk with the Lord in the light of his word what a glory he sheds on our way while we do his good will he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey so soon everybody in town knows what's going on um, message Bible says the whole town was buzzing his relatives and those who knew him before they saw him when he was blind and begging and now they see him and they say wait that looked like that, that, that looks like Leroy who used to sit and beg and some of them said yeah it's him and sister Johnson said no it's that ain't him that's just somebody who looks like him child and finally he stood up for himself and said no it's it's me I'm the one and they said how did you, your eyes get open and he said there was a man named Jesus and he made a paste and he rubbed it on my eyes and he told me to go bathe in the pool of Siloam and I did what he said to do and when I washed I could see <laughs> so they asked him where is this Jesus where is he he said I don't know so they took the man to the church officials to the Pharisees it just happened to be the Sabbath the day for worship the holy day and the Pharisees they grilled him how did this happen tell us again how you came to see 
and he told him, he said, this man named Jesus, he made a clay, he made a, a paste of, of mud and, and clay, he put it on my eyes, he, wa- he told me to go wash, I wash, and now I see. And some of the Pharisees, in true religious fashion, said, obviously, this man cannot be from God, he don't even keep the Sabbath. Not, I'm so glad you're healed, brother. But then somebody else said, well, how can a bad man perform this miracle? These are miracles that point to God. He can't be all bad. And so the the Pharisees themselves were split down the middle. They they came back at the blind man. They said, uh, you're the expert you're the one who lived through it tell us what you think about Jesus blind blind man said well he's a prophet they didn't believe the blind man to begin with they certainly didn't believe when he started talking good about Jesus so they said let's call his parents they called his mom and dad in they said, is this your son that you say was born blind? They said, yeah. We know he's our son. We know he was born blind. But don't ask us how he came to see. <coughs> ask him. He's grown. He can speak for himself. I don't write this stuff. I just report it. And his parents, they gave that answer because they were intimidated by the Pharisees. They were intimidated by the Jews. Uh, they, they, they didn't want to take a stand. That's why they said, ask him, he grown. They called the man back in because the parents didn't give them any real satisfactory answer. They called him back a second time and they told him, they said, listen, you better give credit to God. Stop talking about this Jesus. This man is an imposter. This man said, the blind man, the man who used to be blind said, listen, I don't know about all that. You keep your church politics. That's Winston translation. You worry about all that. All I know. What? No, no. All I know is that I was blind And now I see. (laughs) I got one more observation to make, but I I really want to know, is there anybody in here who really don't care about all the religious stuff? I don't care about your church politics. You can take your title. You can take your position. I really don't care how things work. I don't care what I'm supposed to wear or what I'm supposed to... All I know is I was blind. Now I see. They said, All right, young man, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? And the man said, Listen, I've told you. (laughs) I told you what happened, and you don't want to listen. Why do you want to hear it again? They jumped all over him. Maybe you're a disciple of this man. 
we're disciples of Moses. We know for sure that God spoke to Moses. We don't know where this man comes from. The man replied, this is amazing. You claim to know nothing about him, but the fact is he opened my eyes. And it's well known that God is not at the beck and call of sinners, but listens carefully to anyone who lives in reverence and does his will. Somebody who opened my eyes must be blessed of God. I know this man came from God. If he didn't come from God, he wouldn't have been able to do it. They said, sir, we are the Pharisees and you're going to come in here and try to teach us? Get out of here. They kicked him out. But Jesus heard. They threw him in the street. But Jesus heard. And the Bible says, Jesus found him. They kicked him out. Jesus took him in. You don't know when to shout. They rejected him. Jesus accepted him. They said, we don't want you. Jesus said, come here, I do because I want you to pay attention. I want you to pay attention. Jesus said earlier, we must work the works of him that sent me. Diggy Oakley, there's an S on the end of work. The blind healing, that was a work, but I want to offer that wasn't the only work that day. So when the Pharisees kicked the blind man out, Jesus went back to work. Now, there, there's, a few, there's a few more observations that I could really make, but it's 11.52 already. I'm not going to talk about, I could, I could, I could talk about the preeminence of Jesus as the last observation for today. That is that he is above everything else, that he is superior. He's higher than Moses, higher than the angels. As a matter of fact, Bible says God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, every tongue should confess things above the earth, things on the earth, things under the, I could talk about the preeminence of Jesus, but I won't. I could use as the last observation the benevolence of Jesus. How he performed this act of kindness for this man that he didn't even know. But I won't. We could use as our last observation the excellence of Jesus. How he does everything well. He, everything he does is right. I mean, who, who else could take dirt and spit, make mud, rub it in the man's eyes, and the man can see? Who else? There's so many options, so many so many nuggets here in this. We could talk about the presence of Jesus. We could, we could, we could, I could, I could go all day. We could talk about the prominence of Jesus. We could talk about the competence of Jesus and we would be on good scriptural Bible ground. But I want us to focus in on this last observation. Here it is on the persistence of Jesus. 
the Pharisees kicked the man out and the Bible says I didn't make this up the Bible says Jesus found the man he went looking for the man because the blindness was not the main miracle of the day the main miracle happens after Jesus found the man the, the, uh, is there anybody in here anybody online who is grateful that Jesus found you He left no stone on some of us he found us in church but some of us he came to the bar to, to get us some, some he came to the crack house to get some he came to somebody else's house to, all I'm trying to say is that whatever it took Jesus came to right where you, listen listen it's kind of, I'm so glad to see you, Miss Guy. I got to tell you, listen, your pastor was concerned about you this morning. When I get to church, Minister Guy is already here every Sunday, right? And so uh, I didn't see her, and, and, I, and it's Baptism Sunday, and there's breast cancer awareness, there's so much going on, and it is not like her to not be here or not call even if she's not going to be here she's going to call she's going to send a text that says pastor i got you online today or something like that right she didn't call she didn't text ain't nobody heard from her they come back to my office pastor have you heard from this guy no i have not they try to call they don't get an answer i try to call i don't get an answer i send brother sandifer i sent for brother sandifer brother sandifer go get a deacon and somebody go to her house Because I'm not going to rest until she is where she's supposed to be. And obviously she can't get to me, so I got to get to her. Do you see what I'm saying? Jesus knew that you couldn't get to him and so he got to you I'm, I'm trying my best to make this observation and go ahead and sit down but here's how this, the hymnologist wrote it amazing grace <laughs> how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I once was lost but now I'm found I was blind with his belief issue huh? and, and, and John takes the whole chapter to write this uh, he, he deals with the belief issue because John's whole point of writing this miracle right is that we would believe 
Jesus said to the man, what do you know about the Son of God? Well, you're talking to him and you're looking at him. <laughs> and the man fell down there and worshipped Jesus. First he knew he was a prophet. But by the time you get to the end of the story, he knows that he is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. May I offer that just maybe what you're going through is not punishment and really isn't even just so that you can understand his healing power. But down deep, it's so that you can understand not what he does, but who he is. Just a few observations from the text of this sixth miracle. My prayer is that Jesus will help us to discover who he is. As we uh, get ready to enter our study on prayer um, the Sunday after next, really what I'm trying to get us to a place, I'm trying to get us to the place as your pastor, I'm trying to get us to a place where we're praying out of our knowledge of who he is. Right? He that comes to him has to believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Saints, we don't need to seek his hand. God, give me stuff. Give me. We've been there. We've done that. We, right? we, we, we got on the bandwagon. But we want him. Right? Don't send your stuff. You come. My goddaughter called me from Illyria a couple days ago, and I'm, I'm done. She called me. She's, going, she's about to be 16, and, uh, and they're having a party in Illyria next Saturday. And, uh, and she says, I just called to personally invite you to my party. My dad said, you're not coming. You can send something. Ma'am, I'm not going to send it. Because I love you, I'm going to bring it. Right? Because not only do you need what I have, you need who I am in your life. God, send your healing. Send this house. Send this job. Send that man. Send that woman. God, send. No, 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 no. God, more than I need any of that, I need you. Because if I don't get the house, if I don't get the job, if I don't get the man, if I don't get the woman, as long as I've got Jesus, I know I got enough. Do you get it? Yeah, all right. I'm done. I'm done. Listen, if you're here and you are not sure that you're saved, 
do I have good news for you. Check this out. God loved the world so much. That is everybody without exception. He loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. That's Jesus Christ. So that whosoever believes in him, whosoever, that is anybody without exception, should not perish but have everlasting life. That's good news. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but so that the world through him might be saved. That's the gospel. That's the good news. If you are here and you're breathing, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ. And you can't get it right without him. You can't be good enough. Pastor, let me get some things taken care of and then I'll come. If you could clean yourself, you wouldn't need a savior. But thank God for the blood of Jesus. Here's what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. If you're here and you're not sure, would you come? We can show you how to get saved. We can tell you what the Bible says. And you can know before you leave here today that you're saved. You can come this way or you can raise your hand. Somebody will come to you. If you're not sure you're saved, God bless you. We see you. Somebody's coming. If you're not sure you're saved, You're not sure you're saved. You can be saved today. You can know it before you leave here. You can know where you're going to spend eternity. Where you're going to spend eternity. Bless you. You have a seat right there. You can know where you're going to spend eternity. Listen, if you are worshiping with us online, put it in the chat. You want to be saved? Put it in the chat. Send us a direct message. You can be saved today. Somebody will call you real shortly, and we'll get the information from you, and we'll give some information to you, and we will uh, make sure that you know that you're saved, all right? That's the first call. You're here today. You're not sure you're saved. Second call is this. Maybe you're here. You know you're saved. You know where you're going to spend eternity, but you know that the Lord wants you in this place as your church home. If that's you, would you come? You already know you're saved, but you know you're supposed to be here. If you know you're supposed to be here, come on. If you're supposed to be here, we need you, and we'll treat you like the gift you are. If you're online, you know you're supposed to be a part of the Mount Calvary Nation. You're saved already. Send us a message. Put it in the chat. Somebody's watching right now. And we'll get back with you. We'll get you the information. We just want you to be where you're supposed to be. Those two calls. If you're not sure you're saved, or if you know that you're supposed to be here in the Mount Calvary Nation, come this way or raise your hand or put it in the chat and somebody will get with you shortly. Come on, I'm grateful. I am grateful for the things 
tell him, yes, I'm grateful. Won. I could go on and on. I could go on and on and on about your word because I'm grateful. Because I'm grateful, grateful, so grateful just to praise you, Lord. That's it. Come on, tell it flowing from my heart. Yeah, what a way to leave here. Are the issues of my heart? Yeah. It's gratefulness. Come on, lift your hands to him and just tell him how grateful. Come on. Sing, I'm grateful. Grateful. Yes, Lord. Grateful. Is anybody grateful? Hallelujah! It's flowing from my heart. Great. Hallelujah! I am grateful. Yes, Lord. time of in the service where we need to give back to what God has so rightfully given to us. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't he a beautiful guy? Mm, mm, mm. So wonderful. Mm, mm, mm. 
we have three ways to give. One is text to give, cash app, and give the five. Text to give is 855-908-0710. And the cash app is dollar sign MTC, A-L-M-B-C. And then there's Giblify, which is tap, giving is done. So those are the three ways that we have to give. And then plus, our deacons will be here until about 1230. And a lot for those that are online, they want to bring their offering up and put it in a deacon's hand. And for those that are in the congregation that using envelopes, they'll be in the back and you can put it in, in, in their hand. Ooh, God is so good. When you look at all the pink that people are wearing today, the ladies that were blessed, they bless the ladies, but men, we got to take and take care of ourselves also so that we can be a blessing to the, to the ladies. Ooh, Lord. Sometimes you just don't know what to say, but thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. there's nothing else we stand for the benediction please now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to be present to present you faultless before his, the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, and dominion, power, both now and forever, that all the saints say amen. Please be, uh, remain in your seats and be escorted out by the ushers. And those that are online, uh, there will be a short video to watch Lord, the video. I love you more than yes, yes, yes. Come on with worship yes, in your yes, hearts. Yes. Sing, I love Everyone have a safe Jesus. and blessed week. I just want to tell you. Lord, I love you. I'm so grateful that you came and found me, Jesus. I love you. When I was seeking deep in sin, you reached out and found. Lord, I love you.
just got to declare it. Anybody want to declare it? Say, oh, love. I got to take this chance and lift my hands up. He's been so good. Yes, he has. That I love you. And I worship you. Hallelujah. 